Brett Young, it's Lady 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Amber. Good morning. Uh, it was so nice over the weekend to go to a party and not be the most awkward person there. Tig, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, look, we did go to a, a little get-together for, uh, for the basketball game, ORU in Arkansas. And the person that threw the party is a co-worker of ours over at Casey and Chubbs and Casey. Casey threw a party at her yes. house. And I, I never do that kind of stuff, mainly because, you know, I've got a five-year-old, and that's about bedtime, and it's just easier to stay at home. But I said, no, you know, it's a new coworker, and she's been nice to us. I'm going to come to her watch party. And we were all there. Yeah, and I braved it, and Daniel showed up, and Amber's there, and I'm there, and the kids are yeah, there. Yeah, we got There's our like kids. A hundred kids running around. <laughs> and um, I find myself, like, enjoying time with the kids sometimes more than just adults, you know? Like, they're fun adults. We gossip too much so a lot of times i'll just kind of leave the adult conversation and go see what the kids are doing also kids don't care if you're super awkward they don't they they have not developed that <laughs> gauge that that adults exactly have. well the night's kind of winding down and my son's getting a little tired so i'm carrying him now around the house and they have a television outside a really cool setup where they have a a flat screen on their back porch so that was really where everybody was watching the game was yeah. out, outside and it was kind of a nice night uh so I'm inside, and I go, well, let's go check on the game and see what's going on. I've got my son in my hands, and I just walk out to the, uh, walk right out to the, 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 patio. the porch or the yeah. patio where the TV is, because I see the TV. I'm kind of concentrating on the score. I keep walking. I walk through the threshold of the door. I didn't know the screen door was shut. You walked right through. <laughs> and not even, I didn't punch a hole in it with my knee as I walked through. That would have been better. The whole entire screen door came out of the track and fell forward towards people that were just enjoying the game. And so, all of us were out there, and all of us watched it happen. And I know people loved it. And the, I mean, the whole rectangle frame of the screen came out of the door straight down over into the party. And you're carrying Mac. Mac didn't even budge. I didn't drop him. I was surprised about that. Well, because... he was probably stunned because he took the full force of the screen. I know. So not only did you walk through the door... He was their battering ram. You smushed your child against <laughs> right. the screen so harshly that the whole thing, the whole door frame fell in, popped off. And so then I'm extremely <laughs> embarrassed and everybody's, oh, God, look at Ty. And then um, Anthony, Casey's husband, this is where the host has to pretend like he's not bothered by these things. Yes. <laughs> even though he's probably wishing I would leave at this point. Oh, Tig, that happens all the time. Sure, don't it does. worry about that. Sure, it just happened last night, and I know it didn't happen last night. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, it's easy to pop back on." It was not easy, and I still didn't get it on there. So I know he's lying, and he secretly <laughs> hated me. But he's trying to be the nice host. So you go. just left the party without repairing the door. I did my best to repair it, but it is it. It was like a, a Rubik's cube for me. I couldn't figure out because you get the top part in, couldn't get the bottom part in get the bottom part in, couldn't get the top part in. It was a mess. So then eventually I just gave up and pretended like nothing happened. That is literally the hardest I've laughed in a very long time. You didn't even want time. to check and make sure he or his five-year-old was okay. I you was just instantly dying. loved it. Was, what he did was not awkward. It was very awkward. You say awkward for everything. No, That's he, awkward. He's an imbecile. It's not, it's not <laughs> awkward. He's an imbecile. He just walked right through it, like almost like something in a cartoon from back in the day. It really was cartoonish. Yeah. Where do you get awkward from? That's awkward. 
Have you never seen like a sliding door, Tide? I have. And I, what I, if the glass I, would have been closed? I guess you would have busted through I that too, noticed like the Kool-Aid that. man I, with your child. I would have seen a reflection <laughs> coming back. Oh, you would have seen the clear glass. But this was some screen. This was like an invisible screen. I no, gotta it say, was not. Yes, it, was. Invisible it was screen. not an invisible it was screen. That's what I'm caliber. talking about. Not awkward, imbecile. So it's like, man, that, <laughs> hey, man, that's, that screen was magic, man. I, I walked right into it. I, <laughs> I couldn't see the black wire mesh that covers the whole entire doorway. Awkward. But well, do you think I ran into it on purpose? I obviously no, I did not see it. Clearly, know that you didn't do it on purpose. I just don't find it to be awkward. I just think it's. But we, it, do you not have a you don't have a screen door at your house, do you? I have had houses with screen doors, and I've never had that issue. They have a particularly good screen door. I got to say. Okay, listen. Like, it's, it's a normal screen door. It didn't have debris on it that you could see easily. Now uh, he's trying to blame it on them. Yes. Yeah, they need to put like a sign on that that says "too yes. clear of a screen door." Caution, imbeciles. <laughs> <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the like Daniel, you uh, are you're kind of getting back in the habit of some things you used to like. Of course, the pandemic shut down so many things in our lives. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. But you actually went one of your favorite things. Daniel used to have a movie pass before you knew him. And this dude would just go to the movies all day long, every day. That's so cool. I didn't know this about and you. So when that went away, I know that hurt him a little bit because that was something he really enjoyed. But you did go to the movie. I did. Well, they've just now uh, kind of opened back up. Uh, it's probably the first one I've been to in about a year. I went and saw that. It's the Bob Odenkirk movie. It's called Nobody. It's where like this just regular guy. It's like an action movie for him or whatever. Uh, it, it felt great. I thought I was going to feel like uncomfortable or nervous and all that. I didn't. Didn't at all. Do they space you out? Do they have like tape on the seats you can sit in and can't sit they in and didn't all that? Really, you know, now you can always reserve your seats. Uh huh. But I think there was like four people in the theater, so. You were distance even? Yeah. And it's going to be big because on Wednesday, that's when Godzilla versus King Kong comes out, and that'll be the first big one. You kind of need to go see at the theater instead of on HBO Max where they're all streaming them now. I had a friend that went to see a, mo a movie over the weekend. I'm guessing that people are just kind of starting to finally go, okay, things are opening. I can get back out. People are getting at least one vaccine shot already of most people, so. I was wondering what, what it is. Like, I honestly... I feel comfortable, more comfortable, I should say, than I did, you know, in January. And is it, what mental thing is it? Is it that we know people are getting the shots or is it that we see the numbers declining? Because there still is a pandemic. You know, I, I worry a little bit. Are we like jumping the gun a little bit on this? Because there is still a global pandemic. Well, it's both. We see the numbers going down. There's a, a headline today. Infection rate drops 99% in nursing homes since vaccines began in Oklahoma. A lot of people are getting them, have gotten them. So, yeah, I, mean, I think things are I mean, returning to normal, right? Yeah, I think for the three of us, it's that we've all, you know, we've each had at least one dose of the vaccine. So I feel a lot more comfortable going out having had a vaccine. I went, to a, I went to a drillers game last weekend. They and did. I thought I would feel, what was it? Uh, what is, what's the hockey team? Oilers. Oilers. I get I confused. I was like, wait a minute, what? Forgive me. <laughs> but uh, I went to a hockey game and I felt okay in there i didn't feel uncomfortable well i think it's if you hang out with people i know i've got one vaccine and that's to a certain point effective and then i know i'm around other people who have gotten at least one shot and yes. so with that all mixed in i feel like maybe that's part of it where we're like okay well maybe we can hang out a little more than we've been i'm still gonna wear a mask in most situations um but you you're really looking forward to and one thing daniel and i have not experienced in tulsa and it's a shame because it's got a great music scene. I am dying for live music. I am so ready. 
I can't wait to just be shoulder to shoulder with people again uh, oh, I ain't there at, yet. The, at the on the on the floor at Canes. Like I love that experience so much. It's going to take me another like month or two to be ready for that. I I, I can be out within reason, but yeah, I'm not shoulder, doing that right now. And I, I mean, Canes wouldn't do that right now. They've got tables set up on the floor, but I can't wait for the day when we can all just get back in there like we could at one point in time and just jam out and get lost in the music. I, for me, it's like more abstract. And I don't know when you're living through the pandemic and we all went through this. I mean, there were times where I'm like, will this cup of coffee, if I go get a cup of coffee, is it worth it to get super sick? Yeah. But eventually you have to kind of like live your life every now and then. We all broke rules at, at one point or another, right? I mean, generally, I think I was pretty responsible, but there's times that you're a human being, you can't sit in a house all the time scared. And I, I think for me, it'll be, I won't have that guilt of going out and doing something then going, oh boy, you know, did I pick up a virus? Did I pass it on to somebody else? And when that ends, that's when I'm going to be really like weight off shoulders, kind of responsible, like responsibility of trying to protect myself and my family. It's been like a year of fear. I remember when it very first started. People I were mean, like spraying their groceries with I would Lysol. order food to be delivered because they were like, hey, whatever you do, don't go out and eat food, have it delivered, had it delivered, then I would, then I'm scared of that. Yes. So I carried around um, sanitizing wipes and wiped down all of the elevator buttons and mm-hmm. my apartment I used to do that neighbor's yeah. doorknobs. I would like walk around my floor. I will miss also not being so judgy all the time because, you know, like... <laughs> the mask stuff and all that, I would get really mad. I think my mom went to a wedding at some point during it, and I was like, how how dare you? What are you, crazy? Then I realized, hey, I went to the casino last weekend. So we kind of pick and choose the situations in which people should or shouldn't do things. You're right. Like, I could look at a guy and be like, why are you not wearing a mask, dude? But meanwhile, I did something stupid. You know, it's like... I don't know if Is it stupid or is it just... Because at the party this weekend, I didn't wear a mask. No, but literally everyone there had received one dose of the vaccine. How do I know that? Well, I do know that, but... I'm just saying, (laughs) my point is, everybody got to be a little judgy and a little, um... It was a weird year. It's been a very, very weird year. Maybe a hypocritical Hypocritical. Because I was, I myself, most guilty probably, because I would see people like, what are they thinking? Meanwhile, I'm doing whatever I want to do. And I'm like, I want to do what I want to do, but I don't want you guys doing what you want to do, morons. Yeah. So I'll be glad when I stop feeling like that so for daniel you'll be excited when movies kind of get back in the get back like to normal mm-hmm. uh amber you can't wait for concerts again yeah. so, so this morning we kind of wanted to know from you listening along what is it that you're most excited about by the way i would see videos of people that hadn't seen their grandparents and those like you can't even watch them out crying they wreck you don't they because my my in-laws i have like a great grandmother-in-law they had her like I'm not kidding. They got to see her, but she was in a cage, in a sense. They rolled her out into a plexiglass box, and you could, kind of like a prison, you could put your hand up to it. Like she's Hannibal Lecter. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was just terrible. But, you know, through no fault of her own, we're just trying to keep people safe, right? So I was kind of wondering what you guys are most looking forward to once this thing really wraps up. I know we're kind of skirting with... uh, you know, doing things maybe a little too soon, <laughs> but we wanted to know from you guys, what is it that you're most looking forward to getting back to do with your life once this thing is over? 98.5 The Bull, the number is 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. What are you most looking forward to doing? 
It's 98.5. Sunil Arts. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, I cannot wait, and uh, we're going to get to this in a few minutes. If you heard, Amber went on a date with a guy that says, I'm just going to kidnap you. (laughs) And we thought that was like, wow, that's a pretty good move. Not in a scary way that he just meant he was going to plan out this date. You had no idea. None whatsoever. This happened on Friday night, and you're going to tell us what happened in just a few minutes. Yes. But now we're talking as the uh, the COVID numbers start to dwindle, and a lot of us have gotten vaccinated. Things are starting to feel a little bit no- a little bit normal, and we're wondering what is the uh, number one thing you're sort of looking forward to when things really do get back to normal. Hey, who's this? Good morning, it's Leroy. Leroy, what are you most looking forward to getting back to doing? Did I say that right? Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, I'm just, I'm ready for the normal, but I'm afraid it ain't going to get back to normal. Tell me why. Everybody's got, it's been a year now, and everybody's stuck in these ways and it's embedded in our mind. I'll give you an example. When I go to Walmart, and there's one single person down on the aisle, and what I need is on the other side of that person, I won't pass them on the same aisle to get to it. I will go on the other aisle next and then come back around the other side. Even- and it's because it's just because that we was trained that way at the beginning. They don't have no instructions on the floor in Walmart no more. But for some reason, you don't want to go near anybody. It would be a hard habit to unlearn. However, we learn the habit. Maybe we can unlearn the habit, especially if we're confident that the virus has been eradicated. I hope. It's the little things. You're right, Leroy. You're right. Like, I can't, uh, before the pandemic, I would have hugged these two guys like a bajillion times by now because I'm such a hugger. So, but now when pandemic ends, we've. I've been around them too much, and now we've established that we don't hug, so it's going to be weird. We're past the hugging. Yes. Just, just for the final like recap here, Leroy is excited to be able to get close to people in Walmart again. <laughs> <laughs> Big dreams. Hope I don't run Big into Leroy dreams. at Walmart. <laughs> I hope you do. Stay away from me. <laughs> you don't want hugs again? I don't know. I don't find hugs every time necessary. Insincere hugs, I don't like at all. When you live in Nashville... You got to hug everybody. Everybody's fake nice to you. My hug to you the first time I get to hug you is going to be so sincere. No. It's going to be all the sincerity, Daniel. One arm hug. Do you want me to come hug you right now? No, I don't. Are you sure? We're in a pandemic. We've both had our vaccines. Not fully. So we wanted to know what you're going to hug this guy. Next week, you're getting hugged so hard, Daniel. Okay, thanks. Cannot wait. (laughs) What are we most looking forward to once all this ends? Hey, it's Tiger Daniel Lambert. What's your name? Yes, Gary. How you doing? Hey, Gary, what's up, man? Well, I'm just going to be really, really happy and looking forward to being able to hang out at the Harley shop on Saturday morning and see my riding buddies. And and through the week, I got a a coffee shop that I got some uh, buddies that uh, we usually meet for. I thought thought Gary was going to say he's going to be excited to finally meet us, but he's talking about (laughs) Harley buddies and coffee. sent you a text and says, hey, I'm kidnapping you on Friday for our date. Would you go? <laughs> well, Amber did. Good morning, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, I want to hear about this date. Just a little backstory. Amber got sick and tired of guys. She took a year off from guys. She called it her man manbatical. She recently is back in the dating game, and you met a guy who now we call the doctor. We found out he has a PhD. <laughs> yes. So now the doctor, you went on one date with the doctor. 
And then uh, you didn't hear anything for a while. And you no, thought, like, well, maybe that's that's that. And yeah, then, and it was no big deal. Fine. This, this guy's really good because most guys, they even if they are excited about you, they can't control it, and they'll be blowing your phone up all the time and like, hey, girl, what you doing? This guy just didn't speak to you for days. And mm-hmm. then, boom, out of the blue, says, uh, get ready, Friday night, we're doing something. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to kidnap you. The, the term he uses, we're going adventuring. Yes. Yeah. And so this happened on Friday night. We do not know what you were not murdered. I was not murdered. She is here. Okay. Uh, (laughs) She is alive and well. And uh, I guess now we want to hear what was the adventuring. Okay. So I will say for those listening, I did share my location with a friend of mine so that someone knew where I was at all times because I had no idea where we were going. Let me set it up. They said, we're going adventuring. I'm going to pick you up Friday. I'm going to kidnap you. And so... And so he arrived Friday uh, and shows up in a sports car, like a little tiny sports car. Uh, See, I thought he was going to do the motorcycle because he's got one of those. So he said he considered the motorcycle, but then he thought, you know, you've been on motorcycles recently and I just got this car. It's just broken in enough for me to kind of like redline it and see what it's made of. And I thought you might want to go along. Another switcheroo. This guy's good. (laughs) This guy's good. So I jump in uh, the front seat and off we go. I have no idea where we're going. We drove all the way to the Spavanaugh Dam area. Uh, We were in the car several hours driving all around Oklahoma. Apparently, there is uh, an app where you can find the best curves in Oklahoma. Like, mm-hmm. so we went really fast. And why are you? What? What is with the face, Daniel? There's an app that you can find curves in the road. Yeah, for like, like motorcycle enthusiasts, and yes. yeah, for like people that like to race and stuff. Anyway, so we drove all the way out there, and he stopped at the Spavanaugh Dam. Apparently, you can walk up there and sit down and like on top of the dam and he had a picnic it was like fancy cheese and crackers and champagne and we sat at the top and watched the moon rise and this music is killing me right now you're lucky he wasn't killing you i know this guy's like i'm gonna kidnap you and starts driving you to the dam and you're like oh this is romantic (laughs) and jp was like uh yo boo why are you at the spavanaugh dam right now i need to know that you're alive the dam is where you throw bodies over cadavers (laughs) what are these romantic cinder blocks for yeah (laughs) but i survived we had a great time a great time sped around Going too fast around curves, got mm. to the dam. Was there any part of you that was a little nervous? Like this, I don't even know where I am. I'm with I this recognize, guy alone. as you're saying this right now, that there should have been a part of me that was nervous. I do recognize that. There was no part of me that was nervous. Man, this guy must be some catch. No, I really think it's just a flaw in my makeup that I don't sense danger. In do you at least take a gun like with I you? Should. I mean, you... no, he had one. I did. Oh, oh great! Good so him. the guys armed and they go to the dam together, and she's like, "Oh, no problems." Oh. This is terrible advice for young girls listening. Don't it's do what I do. Any any people. If a lady picked me up in a car and had a gun, it's like we're going to the dam. I'd be like, "No, we're not. You let me out right now." <laughs> Do you ever consider like one of those like opening the doors and rolling out like they do in the movies as the car goes? Oh no. Also, here's what's like perking up my like spidey senses. I think that this this guy's like a silver tongue devil. He's got this down to an art. He's like, we're going adventuring. Uh, I'm gonna pick you up. I bet he's taking a lot of ladies out there in the old day. Oh man, now you've done it. Well, you know what else? He he's already asked me on a on a third date. I should say he didn't ask me. He well, never asks me. Well, first, let's address the, do you think this is like his shtick that he takes everybody out there? I don't know. What do you think? Did he seem lost 
or did he seem like well versed with that area? Like he didn't have. Oh his no, GPS he'd never. On? Yeah, he had his GPS. He'd never been to that area before. All right. Well, maybe then how not. did he know to, to go there for a picnic? The app. The app that shows you curves also shows you great places to either have a picnic slash murder somebody. I think if you're somebody. from this area, you know that the Spavanaugh Dam is a cool place to go and sit and check it out. I would love it, Tug, if I went to a lady who's like, hey, we should go out sometime. Where do you want to go? Oh, just meet me at the abandoned dam. <laughs> it's not a like, I, I enjoy hiking, but I would never, ever ask a girl to just meet me in the woods. And I'll take you there with my pistol. Oh, right. I've also done hiking on a first date through the woods. Well, so. so then you have the picnic. And then what happens? And then we drove back. So it's he let a, me pick the music the whole way. We rolled the windows down. It was a beautiful night. We cranked the tunes and... Any hand-holding or anything like that? Hey, now. Perhaps. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Wait, was there a kiss? Let's get to how it ends. Wait, she's not going to answer. What's well, going Okay, on? he pulls what up was? to... It, it ended with him dropping me off at my apartment. So he pulled... Hold on. Like, he pulls up there to your apartment there and uh, says what? <laughs> Tig. I don't remember what he said when we pulled up at my apartment, to be honest. It was just something along the lines of this was fun and, you know, see you soon, whatever. That's Bye. a big old letdown. Did the, did the big doctor... old nothing burger? The next morning he... Uh, Wait, he's... she's not going to answer these questions. The next morning he, he texted me and said, um, make time this week and I'll make dinner. Mm. So next date is apparently a dinner date at his place. Was there a little kiss by or anything? Talk our mom listens, please. Uh, it's fine. My mom knows I make out with people. It's not that oh, big a well. deal. <laughs> I didn't ask for a makeup. God damn What's going on with Shut you? Shut up. Okay. All right, well, I'm still success. trying to get over the uh, let's go adventuring. I thought it was a great adventure. It was a solid date. You sat on a dam. That's not an adventure. You, like your Indiana Jones. Remember when Indiana Jones went and just sat on the dam? I rode in a really cool race car, and I got to what, pick the tunes. Now it's a race it, car? It was like a... An M4 or See, something. Daniel, I mean, it's a little sports car. Daniel's never been married. He doesn't have a girlfriend, so he gets angry when somebody enjoys their life. I'm not angry at all. I'm just thinking, like, it depends on how this guy operates as to whether or not you can get away with saying, we're going adventuring. Like, that's really cool if a doctor in a sports car says it. But just like, say, a guy like Ty, some dweeb, was just <laughs> like, hey, we're going adventuring. You would think that was cringy, wouldn't In you? all fairness, I didn't know he was a doctor at that time. The sports car helped. And no, I'd, I wouldn't be cringed You out. didn't look into the guy at all before no. you go on to the date to the dam yeah, in the middle no. of the woods with him? I don't get it, uh -uh. Amber. That's so silly. You Googled him immediately. You figure out exactly what's going on. And uh, But it sounded like it was a good date, and uh, I think, and... You know what happened next weekend? Swashbuckling. Oh <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty, Daniel, and Amber Glaze. A couple days ago, I told you that uh, my little boy, Mac, is going to play ball this year. They didn't have any parents volunteer to be coached, so uh, you're looking at the new head coach. <laughs> Our team's going to be terrible because I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, uh, you're the, the head coach or just I, a coach? I'm no, coach number one, numero uno. Head coach. Are you telling the truth now? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am number one. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to, like, understand the game of baseball. It's another thing to try to teach it to five-year-olds. What what qualifies um, you to be a head coach? That I said I would, apparently. I was going to say nothing qualifies him. He's a father. Yeah. And just, that, <laughs> that's all it takes. Somebody's got to do it. I thought they would be a little more selective in who they let the head coach be. Um, they don't. If you say you'll do it, they'll be like, thank you very much, and uh, congratulations, and you're going to get a uniform and everything. Tig, I think this is going to be fantastic. I was an assistant coach last year, and I really like that because when the parents get mad, they didn't take anything out on me. And you know how people love me. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yes. People hate my guts immediately, immediately. And I can't imagine what's going to be like when I have to like solve problems between parents. I'm not worried about the kids. The kids are always great. In fact, it was like my favorite hour of the week whenever we got around those kids. But it was the parents that were terrible complaining. It's like, you know, why isn't my little Johnny playing shortstop? Well, Johnny can't catch the ball. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's going to have to practice before he plays the shortstop position. I'll just be honest with you. Wow. So that's how you're going to be? Are you going to be kid, that honest? He's going to rule with an iron fist. Oh, Tommy Lasorda over here. Yeah, Bill Tommy Belichick, Lasorda. yeah. <laughs> but um, I asked Daniel if he would assist me out there. He said he won't, but I did find a good job for you. Because not only oh. am I head coach, I'm also uh, sporadically in charge of snacks. So if you could, Daniel, you could do this at your house. There's 10 players. Just get 10 Ziploc bags. Put some goldfish in some of them. Put Maybe some, a cheese uh, stick, you know, cheese yeah. Cheese sticks. You could be the... Uh, the snack guy. No, thanks. Because, listen, I've had to go watch Little League games before. You don't have to watch. Just I bring find it, them to be incredibly off. boring. And if you're coaching them, you're, kiss your life goodbye, buddy, because your life is over. If you I got, if you got kids in sports, your life is over. It's a lot of work. And if you got two kids in sports, I don't see how you do it. Three? It is tough. Get out of here. How many times will y'all practice? Twice a week. And then we probably have... One or two games, depending on the oh, week each week. My gosh. That's four days of your week done. Right. Fine. What else am I going to do? I'm I'm excited. And well, you're not you going to have a life. You going to learn, buddy. <laughs> you well, going to learn. I sit in the garage, guys. Uh, so right. you're going to be no beg- you're going to be begging to sit in the garage. <laughs> you get a hold of some of these parents are going to be. I'll tell you who's a, a person that just must just love to to do it. It's got to be that umpire. What do those guys make, like 30 bucks a game out there? And they get dog cussed constantly. Yeah, and a lot of times they're like 17-year-old kids. Yeah. And we're talking – that's my problem with this whole thing. Kids are supposed to have fun at five years old playing ball. And then if they want to get serious and try to get a scholarship, then you got to get down to business. But these parents act like it's the seventh game of the World Series. And little Johnny gets called out at third, and dad runs on the field. It's like, you know, that kid that called him out is 15. Tag, what are Everybody you going to do when that happened? Ty's I'll gonna, run. Ty's, yeah, he's going to run. <laughs> I'll run Ty's away. Ty's going to be the main one arguing with the umpire, kicking dirt onto the base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be it's like, You know, know, but listen, if you really want to be entertaining, if you were to get heated like that and running, you know, kick dirt on the base, I think it would be, it'd make it a lot more, like, exciting, you, wouldn't it? You find baseball to be boring, but if that was at least the a dramatics, fight or something. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember oh. talking to kids that would be like, uh, in Little League, and I was like, you know how to mix it up if you really want to get, like, to be well-known. Like, when you get up to the base, you should, like, point the bat out like Babe Ruth and, you know, put a little production into well, it. Is that, is that allowed? I wouldn't mind if they did that. As long oh, as my gosh. Weren't... Please be the assistant coach no, and no, teach no. these oh, kids man. these things. Uh-uh. I'm begging you. I'll be the snack mom. I'll bring how, the snacks. How you much, be the assistant coach. How much are you getting paid to do this, Doug? Zero. Zero. Oh, Dave Ramsey would cuss you right out. <laughs> you get paid nothing to do this? <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's a volunteer position for kids that are... Trying to have fun, yeah. You have to wear a cup? I probably will. <laughs> Why will you wear the cup? You're not even playing. Because when you're a coach, you're out on the field. Yeah, and kids hit yeah, that age hit they, the ball all kinds of wonky directions. Some oh. kids can't hit it, and then some will just some get up there and Some throw the bat when it, they go it. to, like, yep. yeah. Got to be careful. So you're worried that a five-year-old will hit the ball so hard? It could, yeah. I'd be more concerned that a five-year-old will go to swing the bat and accidentally let go of it. And that could happen. Yes. Um, and if I get hit there, Dana, when I come in on Monday, uh, my voice will have changed, and I don't think I can do this job anymore. <laughs> I'm protecting my job by wearing a right. cup is my point. Yeah. Hopefully so. that doesn't happen. What if they start aiming? 
Like the kids like are trying to so aim. Much. That's yeah. why yeah. you need to be the assistant I think, coach. I don't think microscopes are allowed on the baseball field. Oh. Amber's got this study or stats that are, that are blowing my freaking mind, to be honest. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Amber... I guess there was a study or a survey released about how people would feel about going back to the workplace once the pandemic subsides. The study was done by Harvard, and apparently it says that 81% of working professionals post-pandemic would prefer to have what they're calling a hybrid schedule. They want to work from home and from the office. And the other 20-ish percent, they want to go back to work? (laughs) It says of the other 20%, the majority of them that want to return to work are people who are married and or have children at home. That's the answer right there. <laughs> That's the answer. Because I swear, you know, I say this with peace and love, as Daniel would say. <laughs> I love my son. Like, it, it almost crushes me how much I love him. However, uh, there have been times where I'm like, when is Monday? You know, ready to get back? Because that is like a vacation. Every parent feels you that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And if you're on this hybrid or... Or if you're on a 100% remote situation, you're going to be there with your spouse all day if they're doing the same thing. You know, your husband's going to be driving you nuts. <laughs> uh, then if you got kids during summer who are, you know, it's going to be, cra- it's very hard to work. And I was talking to my boss about this the other day. Like, to be creative or to try to think of ideas for the show, it's hard to be around other people because you can get interrupted so often that you lose your train of thought. So I could see that being a, I could see that being a problem for people that, can't get quiet time at the house during work hours. Daniel, what has it been like for you to be a single non-parent? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. There have been times I've been super jelly. Oh, everybody should be jealous. Yes. I just do whatever I want. Yes. Whenever you want. Yeah. However Literally you want. anything. If yes. I want to lay on the couch all day, I can. If I want to go walk. Uh, it's he, glorious. I have to find things to do in order to. Grown like, men see Daniel and weep because <laughs> he is like the last cowboy left. Listen, grown women do too, okay? I take for granted what it's like to be bored, if that makes any sense to you. When's the last time you guys as parents ever sitting around being like, man, I'm bored? Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't get the luxury of being bored. Isn't it also with this returning to work kind of thing, like uh, grass is always greener situation? I'm sure it is. Um, I think that's why most people are saying they'd like a hybrid. I think now what's going to happen is that we've seen that we can work from home, that so many jobs are capable of being done from home. Because we had to, and I think now what's going to happen is so many of those people are going to be like, well, now there's really no point for me to have to come into the office every day. And the companies can save money. They don't have to have giant spaces anymore if they let, you know, half the workers come one day and half the next or just keep them at home. And I talked to a guy, a very smart guy, and he actually hires people for some investment firm. And I asked him, you know, do you guys like the uh, working from home? And he says, as a guy who hires people, it's great. And here's the reason. Let's say he owns a business in Tulsa. The only people he can hire are people within a 20 mile radius of Tulsa. Mm -hmm. You know, that's your talent pool. But what if there's a hotshot that lives in Seattle? that you want to work for your company, but he's like, no, you know, I, I've been in Seattle for generations. There's yeah. no way I'm moving. To t- you can still hire that brain and he'll work for your company, but he doesn't. So it opens up the entire world to you as far as like a farm system for employees. I think this helps not only the employers, but the employees as well or potential because it, it would open up the world for someone who is a specialty at whatever and can do it from home. 
maybe that position isn't available in Tulsa, but now they can do that position elsewhere from Tulsa. Plus, you can slack off and do nothing, too. And as long as you're <laughs> okay. logged into that program, they think you're working. You know what's going to kill all this, don't you? Tell me. Something's going to kill every bit of it. Okay, say uh, the job normally pays $30,000 that you might have, and then um, you hire somebody, and they're, they're working from home now. Well, eventually that person's going to be like, look, uh, we're having to use my electricity, my computers, all my stuff here. I'm going to need more money. Employers are not going to pay them more money. But they might if it's saving them the overhead on a building. I think so. I don't think that's going to be a big concern, Daniel. Oh, you, I don't know. I can What's see how people would try to like take advantage of that. To run yeah, a computer like, for a month might cost you $3. That's the thing, though. These the employees are going to be like, look, you're not having to pay rent anymore for a big office building. All this stuff's coming out of my pocket. I'm going to need a lot more money here, pal. That's exactly what's going to happen. Wow. He says this isn't even a guess for him. It's authoritative. It's, not, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> no, I, I didn't don't. realize you had a statistics and whatever degree that you could just. Yeah, good burn. Okay. I just wish you could have put it together. <laughs> Ty, you know how you. it is. All these people working from you. home now. The radio had, you know, had to make their own radio studios and things like that. They're going to be like, hey, uh, you no longer have to have a building or an office or electricity. Y'all should be that money. You should be handing to me. And the company will go, no, we'll find somebody else. Yeah. Right. In Seattle, who doesn't mind paying right. their own rent. We'll get yeah. somebody in Seattle. So hey, y'all will you're see. Y'all will see. Yeah. I don't pay any so y'all think pay that, attention to you at all. Y'all so. think people will never return to the office again? Oh, no. I think every married oh, person and parent will. is yeah. like, please, dear God, take <laughs> me back to the office. Uh, it's going to be a nice day for us. Uh, Mid-70s today. And sunny. And I'm thinking about you walking along the river this morning. And you're like, oh, there's oh, a family of ducks. How cute. Oh, there's a bird building a nest. How cute. Oh, there's a Toyota in the river. Oh, that's cute. What? Why is there a Toyota in the river? There is a car in the river this morning because of a, a, a high-speed chase earlier this morning. And all the details on that are uh, on the way. What, Daniel? Also, breaking news. We've just got a red flag warning. It's, I think, our very first red flag warning, and I'll explain to you what that is. Okay. That's all next with Did You See right here on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the